Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to go through some of the news over the last 48 hours or so from Clarkie's Rugby League column. We haven't done this in a couple of days, so really looking forward to getting in some of the news stories that have broken over the last couple of days. Just a reminder too, Beers and Break Image is available now on YouTube and later this morning it will be available on the podcast as well. All of you Supercoach fans, there is no Supercoach this weekend, but you can still tune into Beers and Break Evans, myself and Timmy Williams. We do a bit of a bit mid-season review on uh, how our season has played out, how the Supercoach season in general has played out in 2022. We also answer about 10 or so of your questions. So a really good episode if you are looking for your Supercoach fix. Stay tuned on the Rugby League Guru podcast or jump over to YouTube and you can watch it there. Now let's get into some of the news from Clarkie's Rugby League column. If you're not following him already on all your social medias, make sure you do. Alright, the first one, and I read this on Clarkie's column the other day and I believe it's actually been confirmed now. Josh Reynolds, Hull FC are reportedly set to release their marquee player. It's unknown if he will pursue a return to the NRL. If Josh Reynolds is keen, I would love to see him back in the NRL. He's a guy that I've always really enjoyed watching him play footy. Uh, He's not the most gifted guy. He's not the most talented guy, but he's got the most ticker, and I absolutely love that about Josh Reynolds. So I would welcome him back into the NRL on any given day. He could play 5'8", he could play hooker, he could be a really good 14 for a number of clubs in the National Rugby League. So I think he would be a great get, and I think that a lot of teams should be reaching out to his management. We know how much the Canterbury Bulldogs they fell in love with this guy. I don't know if there's a spot for him in their squad right now. He couldn't play in the halfback role. I'm, I'm not even going to consider that. They've got a gun 5'8". Uh, they've got a pretty good hooker. They're also getting Reid Marnie next year. So I don't know if Josh fits into the Canterbury system anywhere, which is where ideally you'd want to see him land. But I'm sure there are other clubs out there that could do with him. Cody Walker at the South Sydney Rabbitohs. It's been a tough season so far for Cody Walker not playing his absolute best footy but the Rabbitohs are reportedly set to begin negotiations to re-sign their 5-8 post 
2023. Latrell Mitchell is also on their priority list to re-sign. I believe also they've got Damien Cook coming off contract too. So as they let go of Adam Reynolds last year, it'd be interesting to see which of these guys stay. You would have to think Cody Walker, Latrell Mitchell would have to be at the top of their priority list. I look at Damien Cook. He's a great player. He's a great leader at that club. They have got Peter Mamazellis there who they rank very, very high. They've also got Cody Nicarima on their books at the moment too. He can jump into nine. So it'd be interesting to see if they're able to keep all three of these guys. If they were to lose one of them, I would probably suggest it would be Damien Cook, but I wouldn't be letting Damien Cook leave my club uh, at all, to be honest with you. Cameron Seraldo, the biggest name in coaching at the moment. Uh, he's obviously been the assistant at the Penrith Panthers for the last few years. He's, you know, a lot of guys who uh, who are very high up in coaching, have hold him in very high regard. We know that Phil Gould, he thinks he's going to be an absolute weapon as a coach, and a lot of the players, they love him. It was a similar situation with Trent Barrett only two or three years ago, and we know how that played out. But I think Seraldo, uh, I feel like he is going to be the real deal if he takes the right job, and I think he can learn a lot from the situation that um, his good mate Trent Barrett found himself at Canterbury, being there at the wrong time, realistically. Uh, but the Panthers' assistant coach spent uh, today touring the Tigers facilities. The club has reportedly given him until the end of this week to sign the deal or else they will move on. Tigers playing hardball here. Uh, I don't know if they're in a position to do that realistically. I think if there is a world where they can get Cameron Serraldo, uh, they probably need to let him make this decision and take his time with it, to be honest with you. But uh, get on the Tigers. You've got to act like a champion until you are realistically. Uh, so interesting to see how this one plays out, but hopefully this doesn't cost the Tigers the opportunity uh, to get Cameron Serraldo. Personally, if I was him, I would not be taking this job regardless and if I only had a week to think about it uh, that's not enough time for me to sum up everything that's going on there now there are a couple of news stories going on at the West Tigers we'll go through all of these uh, Luke Brooks Tigers coach Brett Kamali uh, is set to it says he's already fed up with Luke Brooks I don't know if that's fair that's uh, that seems a bit uh, out there he's reportedly set to drop him from the NRL side for the first time in his 185 game career I'm not sure if is that true that Brooks he's never been dropped I would have assumed he would have got dropped here and there throughout his career but an interesting move we did say to you a couple of weeks ago that Adam Dewey, he does not want to play centre. He's got no interest in that. He sees himself as a 5'8". Hastings, he also sees himself as a halfback. Brooksy, he's a halfback that's now starting to play his best footy at the, in the sixth jersey. It's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out, especially with Madge leaving. All three of them are real Michael Maguire guys, especially Hastings. They've got to make a decision. Do they keep Brooks here or do they potentially let him go and keep one of the others there? The next story is revolving around that topic. Uh, the club has reportedly paused extension talks with Jackson Hastings, Adam Dewey, until their new coach comes in and decides who his halves will be out of them and Luke Brooks. Whether that will be Brett Kamali or not remains to be seen, but the Tigers would want to make a decision pretty quickly. I guess this part is part of the reason why they're putting so much pressure on Cameron Serraldo to make his decision, but... Very, very interesting. November 1st is going to come around very, very quickly when other clubs can approach these three. So we'll see how that one plays out. Tyrone Peachy, he arrived at the West Tigers at the start of the season. Uh, he was brought into their leadership group. We said at the time it was a bit of a strange one. We're not quite sure how that ended up happening or why that ended up happening. Uh, and this story here, the Tigers have granted their utility permission to leave the club and he is currently assessing his options across the league. The Tigers will continue to pay a portion of his 300 75k annual salary until the end of the year. So even if he does go somewhere else, the Tigers will be paying his salary elsewhere. So they'll be paying one of their captains to play elsewhere. So a very, very disappointing situation how this one has played out for the Tigers. But 
I've got to tell you, this one doesn't overly surprise me. It never looked like it was going to be a good marriage. And from the moment they made him the captain, uh, it just got weirder and weirder. So wish Tyron Peachy all the very best. Hopefully he finds a club, he lands there, and he can play some good footy because I really do feel like we've been robbed of a cracking career from Tyron Peachy. So fucking talented. It's not even funny, but he hasn't even. I mean, here we are. What are we, probably eight years into his career? He's still getting called a utility, which I think is fair by Clarkie. But, I mean, this guy should have a position by now, and he should be dominating in a position. Alex Twal, pretty scary stuff the other day. We were, uh, we were obviously out there at the game when this happened. Uh, it was sort of just as I arrived at the ground, so I sort of got to see it on a few replays out there and stuff. Pretty scary. Uh, reports suggest the Tigers' prop has been ruled out for the rest of the season and the World Cup. After his latest concussion, the Tigers say he's undergoing protocols and seeking a specialist review. Interesting. I can understand him being out for a couple of weeks. Uh, to already rule him out of the World Cup, that's an interesting one. There must be a little bit more to this uh, than what meets the eye because that doesn't all add up to me, to be perfectly honest with you. So we do wish Alex Twile all the very best. Hopefully there isn't more to this, but you would have to assume to rule him out of a World Cup that's, what, 16 weeks away? Uh, he must be in a bit of curry, Twile. So I wish him all the very best. Tough as nails, Alex Twile. Got a lot of time for him. Uh, Dave Riccio hints the Warriors halfback. Sean Johnson should consider retirement, declaring he risks his reputation every time he takes the field currently. Look, I understand where Dave Riccio is coming from. I get it. He hasn't been playing very good footy. He's been playing pretty poor footy uh, by his standards and just by general NRL standards as well, realistically, SJ, but more importantly, by his standards. I understand where he's coming from, but I'm willing to give SJ the opportunity to go home and see what happens there once he gets back to New Zealand. My understanding is that he's not part of the Kiwis squad this week because he wanted to go home and spend time with family. They then take on the West Tigers, their first game at home in two and a half years or whatever it is, a long fucking time. Uh, SJ, that's his return to New Zealand as a warrior the week after they have a bye. So I'm very keen to see... The SJ that we get after three weeks, finally at home where he should be with family and everything, and then having a game against the Tigers, which I personally think the Warriors will win, into a bye. He'll get more time with the family. I'm keen to see how he bounces back after that. I'm also keen to see how this combination with Ronald Volkman develops. I think he could just be a breath of fresh air for SJ um, that he probably needs, to be honest with you. So I'm not going to say SJ should retire. It's been disappointing. I've said for a number of weeks that I probably would have given him a spell at some point. Uh, He now gets to have that little... That little bit of a break over the next three weeks. He plays one game of footy, and it's in New Zealand. So he gets to spend three weeks there. So hopefully SJ can bounce back from this. I understand where Dave Riccio is coming from, and on paper, I'd probably agree with him. If they weren't going back to New Zealand next week. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Maybe a different one. If they were staying up at Redcliffe for the rest of the season, I could understand where he's coming from. But I do think with the Warriors going home, I do think we give Sean Johnson an opportunity to uh, own that return there. Reese Walsh, and this is interesting. I keep hearing the same thing. Buzz Rothschild reports he keeps hearing rumors that Warriors fullback will quit the club to sign with the Dolphins. I keep hearing very similar things. I've heard them for a long time. Uh, so a very interesting situation here with Reese Walsh. He, of course, has come out and said uh, that he will be at the Warriors. He will be returning home with the 
them. And ho- hopefully that is an honest remark for the New Zealand Warriors. And at the end of the day, we've got no reason not to believe uh, what Reese Walsh is saying. But what I have heard is that he could end up at the Dolphins, whether next year or the year after remains to be seen. But hopefully he does go back to New Zealand with the Warriors for next season because I think they really need him. And with Volkman, hopefully an SJ that finds some form. You get Adam Vanilla Blake. Um, you get all the back rowers back. You get Mitch Barnett walking in there. Could be a pretty interesting team, the Warriors, next year. But I think Reese Walsh is going to be a key part of it. So hopefully my mail and Buzz's mail is completely wrong and he does go back to New Zealand with them. Like he said, fingers crossed for New Zealand fans. Uh, Benji Marshall. Now, I have not watched a moment of this show, Celebrity Apprentice. They lost me when uh, Marky Burris got the sack. But uh, $487,000 he raised for South Cares for winning uh, that I was going to say competition. What do you call it? TV show. Uh, So a sensational knock by Benji, a born winner in everything that he does. As I said, I haven't seen any of this show or got any context on it, but Benji Marshall, he just keeps kicking goals, whether he's on the field, off the field, doesn't matter. Keeps doing fantastic things, Benji. So congratulations to him. Guys, that's all the news stories from Clarkie's Rugby League column. Make sure you go check him out on all of your social media platforms. Stay tuned later this morning. We're going to have beers and break here with myself and Timmy Williams doing a mid-season Supercoach review and answering all of your questions.